Welcome back to Hot Takes. I'm David Smith here with Cody Blazak. I'm hosting the episode today. Welcome. This is all me. Last night we had the Giants face off against the football team. Insane game, Cody. Came down to a kick. Not just one kick, two kicks. And, you know, yesterday we said Washington win the game. I thought we were wrong. Turns out we were right. Shout out to that nose guard who jumped off sides. But what you, would you think about that game last night? Uh, I think it was an incredible game to watch. Very t- entertaining from start to finish, it felt like. Um, that was definitely the Giants game to lose, and they did. Um, I also thought it was a very impressive performance from Taylor Heineke. I, it Surprisingly enough, I know he's only played in three games, including the playoffs, but that was his first win of his NFL career. Um, so shout out to him for that. Uh, good to see. I like Taylor Heineke. I think one of the biggest reasons I like him is because of his story. I think it's such a unique story. I mean, what 28 year old grad student emails their professor if they can reschedule their exam because they're going to be playing in an NFL NFL playoff game. So I, I love his story. I like the way he plays, and I, I hope Washington keeps him as their starting quarterback for the season, unless he just starts to go downhill. Yeah, I'd be I'd be surprised they made a change after his performance last night. He he played incredibly well, thirty four forty six, three hundred thirty six yards, two touchdowns. That one bad interception right there looked like it was just a like a scripted play, and Bradbury was all over that, jumped it for the interception that should have really given New York the the win right there, but they. You know, they, they they blew it like New York does. But, I mean, Daniel Jones last night, no turnovers. Their leading rusher, I mean, he he averaged 7.8 yards a pass. That was it was really good. He was only sacked four times by this defensive line. And four is a lot, don't get me wrong, but with the how bad the New York offensive line is and how good the Washington defensive line is, I thought he would get sacked way more than that. Nine carries for 95 yards and a touchdown. He had another touchdown that was called back by a holding penalty, too. He's quick. He's quicker than I'm, I usually think he would be. But he played really well. This Giants team actually played well. And it led to a very, very entertaining game. It was incredibly fun to watch. A great. Both these Thursday night games so far this season have been awesome to see. Yeah, both of them have been an absolute ball just to watch. Um, both of them have been incredibly close down to the wire as well. Last week we saw Tom Brady and Dak Prescott, two really big names of football, two teams that are expected to go a long way this year, come down to the last couple minutes of the game. This year we see not the greatest teams in the world, or last night we saw not the greatest teams in the world and definitely not the most impressive quarterbacks either, but they still put on a show. And I think I mean, I'm looking forward to Thursday night football now. I mean, you usually think about Sunday night or Monday night, but Thursday night, we're two for two on good games. So, I mean, it can – the saying is it can only go up from here, but it definitely could go downhill with the expectations that we have seen throughout the past two weeks. Um, Next next Thursday, we've got the Panthers and the Texans. So we'll Which see. Might be another game it, it skill could be level another wise. Good, really good game, or it could be incredibly ugly to watch. Which, which, 
I didn't know which one of those we were going to get last night, and we got we got the better of the two. So it's ex- I'm excited to see what happens there. But obviously tomorrow, Saturday, college football all day long. Let's start off with the game day game. Auburn, Penn State. It's going to be a wide out there. That place is going to be packed out. It's going to be crazy. Corso's got the headgear. I'm excited to see what he puts on tomorrow. Who have you got in this game, Cody? Uh, I have Penn State in this game. Home field advantage. I think Auburn is incredibly overrated. Um, They have looked good through the first couple games. But they have a new coach. I do not think Bo Nix is all that. I'm also incredibly biased for Alabama. Um, Trying to take that bias away, though, I still think Penn State will walk away with this game. I feel like... I I don't want to say Auburn's a super young team, but they definitely aren't a veteran team. And especially, I feel in a game like this, you need quite a bit of veterans with a new coach like this to get away with a game... That'll be played. Um, oh yeah, I mean this 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 Brian Harson offense has looked much better, much cleaner than it ever really did under Gus Malzahn. Gus tries to do too much in my eyes, and you know we'll see you we'll see UCF play tonight. See how they see how they look, but this Auburn team as a whole has looked a lot cleaner, and it's led me to to think that Auburn's going to win this football game. I know it's 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 going to be crazy. It's going to be insane. It's all going to come down to whether or not Bo Nix can get over this environment that you have to play in. It could be one of the toughest, if not the toughest environment that he's played in in his entire college football career. And that says a lot for this environment that Penn State has because he plays in SEC stadiums every other weekend on the road. So it's it's going to be a fun, fun game to see. Coming into the season, I thought James Franklin was on the hot seat. And we've seen his name thrown around in the USC conversation some. So he got that big one over Wisconsin to start the year. If he can get this one too... He might lock down his job for the, at least the remainder of this season, maybe next season, depending on how they perform for the rest of the year. Yeah, uh, even with that, though, I know Penn State has had some good teams. They're historically a pretty decent football team, uh, a pretty good football team. But USC is when it comes to Franklin. Um, even if he does lock his position down as head coach here at Penn State, I almost feel like the better choice for him would be going to USC. I mean, I, I think he'd fit I think he'd fit really well out there. I think his personality and the way he coaches football would fit really, really well into the Pac twelve. Yeah, I, I think from a career choice, if I were him, I mean, heck, maybe I want a natty this it, the only way I stay with Penn State is if I want a natty this year. Which I do yeah. not think is going. To, if I'm if I'm offered a job at USC, I, I go to USC. I think even if, even if I mean we we haven't seen Ohio State look the best this year. You don't think a conference championship would be enough to get them to stay? On a personal, this is is if I were him. Okay. If I were him, the only way I stay at Penn State is if my team wins a national championship this year. Which I don't I don't think you and I see that happen. I do yeah. not believe that will happen. I mean it's possible, but. They've got talent, but I mean, when you look at those those top two or three teams right now, they look insane. And speaking of one of the top two or three teams, the top team heading down to the swamp this weekend: Alabama at Florida, 
2.30 CBS. Alabama right now is a two-touchdown favorite. Cody, know you're big on Alabama. What do you what do you expect to see from this game? Um, I had a lot of hype with Florida last year. I was very nervous for Alabama when they went into the SEC championship playing Florida. Kyle Pitts was an absolute beast of a – I know his, like, actual position as a tight end – he could play wide receiver if he really wanted to. He was just an absolute freak. Um, Kyle Trask also, I thought, was an incredible quarterback that played for him. I was very hyped up on this team, and I really wasn't sure if Bama could get past him. They did. It was by, like, six points, I think it was. And then when we went into the playoffs – I had in my I still even though they had just lost the SEC championship, I had Florida over Notre Dame as my four seed on the pure fact that they showed that they can compete probably better than any team in the nation with Alabama. Going into this year, I think it might be a little more lopsided for Alabama. Um I don't think Florida's a bad team. Emory Jones definitely isn't an awful quarterback. He has thrown quite a bit of interceptions this year. On the season, he's got four of them. He's only got two touchdowns. He's only got 264 yards in the air on the season. So definitely needs to pick that up on that aspect. They're running back, Anthony Richardson. Oh, no, that's that's their backup quarterback right or, there. Yeah, my bad. Who I, I think they should start over Emory Jones in this game from a passing standpoint. Yeah, but he... His rush yards are ridiculous. Put it that way. Incredibly You electric. should not have 11 carries for 275 yards in two games. That should not happen. That is, he's, he's incredibly electric, and I think if Florida wants a chance in this game, they cannot rely on Emory Jones. He's just not a good enough passer. He's, he's very talented on the ground. Anthony Richardson, obviously, is also very talented on the ground. He's a freshman, but I love his, his arm talent, his strength, and it's just, it's, He's the future of this Florida team in my eyes as far as playing quarterback goes. And I think they need to go ahead and hand the reins over to him. They've, obviously, they've already given him a ton of playing time. I think they need to just hand it over to him and hand it over and say, we're, we're not expected to win this game anyways. What can you do to give us a chance? Yeah, I also think, listen, Emory Jones, this, that, and the other, whatever you want to say about him, he's thrown too many picks this year. And Bama's defense looks like it used to be six years ago or so. Bama looks like they have one of those historic Bama defenses where they might give up 28 points a game once in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, He makes a bad throw. They're going to hawk that ball. Absolutely. So, I, I think I think Bama should walk out of Gainesville pretty easily with this game. I, I agree. I've got I've got Bama by twenty four twenty eight. I think that they yeah they ha- handle I'm, this one. I, I'm thinking they will win by at least three touchdowns. Yeah. Well, real quick, we're out of WMSV at Mississippi State. So let's let's. I know you and Tanner touched on this game a lot yesterday, but let's just run run through it real quick. State going to Memphis to play at Memphis at three o'clock tomorrow. ESPN two. Memphis currently has the number one ranked offense in the nation. What does what does Mississippi State have to do to stop them? Real quick. They might have the number one ranked offense, but they prob- uh, they're they probably at the bottom of the list for their defense. 
They allowed 580 yards in the air against Central Arkansas, Arkansas Ar- State, Arkansas State, Arkansas State yeah. last week. Not a very good team. Yeah, they allowed 50. Arkansas State put 50 points up on them. Mississippi State has the air raid offense. They're going to throw the ball a lot, no matter who they're playing. If Arkansas State can get 580 yards through the air, who, who says we don't get 800? Oh yeah. It's I mean, be, yeah. I, I think it could be a very high-scoring game. I also think that Mississippi State's defense looked a whole lot better this past week against NC State than it get, did against La Tech. So I think it could really go either way depending on how Mississippi State's offense plays. Yeah, it's going to be – It's you never know what you're going to get from that state offense. Obviously, Mike Leach air raid in the SEC. Uh, Memphis had this game circled for a while, so it should be a fun one. Uh, I know a lot of Mississippi State fans are traveling there, but they said no cowbells up there. And you know, every, everyone listening, I'm sure, knows how, how big State is on the cowbells. And that's interesting decision by Memphis. A lot of upset State fans. But moving on, last college game I want to touch on here, the nightcap, Arizona State at BYU. Ranked matchup. BYU this season has played two Pac-12 teams. They are 2-0. and They'll host a third one, Arizona State, is a four-point favorite on the road. Arizona State played a couple of nobodies this year, Southern Utah and UNLV, both big wins. But this is the first real test for Arizona State. Herm Edwards leading that team. What do you What do you expect from this game? BYU home crowd late. Uh, I'm I'm thinking BYU. Yeah, I think BYU has the advantage. Um, listen, Arizona is a a good team. BYU is a good team. I don't think they're going to I don't think BYU is going to be anything compared to what they were last year. Absolutely not. Um but that that was that was a huge win last week over over Utah that they had and they they did return a good bit of talent from last year even I mean obviously Zach Wilson was the was the X factor for him, the game changer, incredible. His his replacement isn't half bad himself. No, not at all. I mean, he's got 347 yards in the air on the season, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Against two Power Five opponents, too. Yeah, so I mean, BYU. I feel for like the next couple years, BYU will be one of those teams that just stay in the rankings. They're never super relevant. Every once in a while, they make might make a jump into the top fifteen ish. But I think for the next couple years, their program will be in some good hands. Oh yeah, and obviously they're making the move to the Big Twelve. Here in the in the coming years, that'll be huge for their program, recruiting wise, bringing everyone in. They already do well, like like Cody touched on right there. They they do well, but getting into the Big Twelve gives them a you know, realistic path to a potential one day maybe a maybe a playoff spot for BYU if they can keep bringing in the talent they are. And now you know they once they once they get in a conference, win a conference championship, they they'll have their ticket there. But moving over to the NFL, real quick, okay. one more game I want to touch on. All right. Michigan State Miami. Oh yes, that's going to be a fun one. It's number twenty-four Miami playing an unranked Michigan State, who debatably could be in the rankings. They'd probably be somewhere from twenty to twenty-five, but I think there is a case you could make for it. Still not impressed with Miami or Derek King, which has been disappointing this year. That is that is that that team's got so much talent. They have not played up to par but yeah keep going michigan state hasn't played anyone that great just to mention that but 
Michigan State usually has a pretty decent football program. I'm I'm intrigued for this. The sp- Miami's favored six and a half points. Who who do you have coming out of um Miami? I, th- I think this? that this is it's going to be a really good game, and it's going to come down to the conditioning for Michigan State, and that's cr- that the. I think Miami's a more talented team. I think Michigan State's better coached. They're more fundamental. They're just kind of more together than this Miami team is. And Miami's still got to figure it out. But Michigan State's traveling down to Miami. It's going to be a very humid afternoon. The conditions are going to favor Miami. Obviously, Michigan State's not used to it. But I still think Michigan State's the better, the better, the better team here. I think they're going to come out on top of this game. My only concern with that is that humidity. Can they, can they hang in this heat that Miami's used to practicing every single day? Who have you got in this one? I have Michigan State as well. I think yeah. they're going to walk out of Miami 3-0 and and earn themselves a spot in the top 25. One last thing before we jump to NFL. I promise this is the last thing. <laughs> Upset alert of the week. Oof. Oof. There's, a, there's a lot of games on. There's a lot of games that could go either way, I feel. There are a Real lot quick, of I'll, my, my upset of the week is Virginia – at North Carolina, Woo. I, I don't think Virginia's anything special. I'm also not super sold on North Carolina right now at the moment either. We'll find out though. I mean, Sam Howell doesn't look great. Four intercept, or excuse me, four touchdowns, three interceptions. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback, but I'm not sold on UNC this year right now. I'll give you mine here. This team has been fun to watch all season long. They they came within a score of Oregon earlier this year. They're on the road at UCLA, Fresno State. If I I think that they I think that they can do it. They they're two and one on the year. They lost by a touchdown to Oregon in Eugene. They can beat this UCLA team. Obviously, we talked about how good this UCLA team is. But this Fresno State team has been fun to watch. I don't necessarily know if they'll pull it off. But if I had to if I had to pick one for sure, I'm going Fresno State over UCLA. And over to the NFL. Now we got a huge slate of games Sunday and Sunday night. We'll start with the noon kickoffs here. Buffalo going down to Miami to face the 1-0 Dolphins. Obviously the Bills got off to a rough start last week. Miami won that one-point contest over New England. Who have you got in this game, Cody? Uh, I think hmm, – I don't know. I, I think the Bills bounce back here. Uh, I don't think the I Bills start say, the season 0 I know. I don't either, but – they did not look good last week. They did. I mean, Josh Allen didn't look spectacular. He didn't look awful, but he definitely didn't look himself. He all that they blew a lead to an old Big Ben Roethlisberger. True. That that that, that really worries me. That Pittsburgh defense came up big. I know, it was but huge. That and that and that. The Steelers team has not gotten the love that they deserve. Uh, over there's a lot of people picking the Ravens, the Browns to win that division. I think it'll personally be the Steelers again. I just I don't I don't I, see. I just I'd I think the Steelers deserve more respect. I think they went out and proved it last week. I think uh, big uh, Ben Roethlisberger is too old to be making his team end up coming back and win like this. Whether it's his defense or not, I do not think this should have even. I don't think that game should have been a contest. Yeah, Buffalo is incredibly talented. Yeah. They, just, they just didn't they didn't look they showed up for week one, which was just kind of crazy. I think I, I'm going to pick Buffalo 
to win this. Looking, so I am looking at the ESPN app at the moment. They have their little ESPN's football power index, the matchup predictor. What do you think the percent Buffalo has to win this? What do you think it is? Stop, don't look at it and tell me. <laughs> I would, I would think based on them, they're they're a field goal favorite. I'd, I'd take them being a, a fifty-five percent favorite is what I would guess they would be. All right, ESPN says 50.2%. They've got a close contest in Miami. 49.4 for Miami, and it's a 0.4% for a tie. That's kind of high. <laughs> but I feel like maybe Miami is a lot better than I realized this year. I feel like Buffalo should walk out of the park if they don't put on a show like they did last week. But uh, I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Buffalo probably by 10. I'll take I'll take Buffalo by a touchdown in Miami. I think that the the Dolphins could have the ball late. They're gonna get something going. Tua could make a mistake. Um, we'll see what happens there. Next up, real quick, matchup of rookie quarterbacks by New England Patriots on the road in New York. Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. I've got New England by fourteen. Got New England by seventeen, twenty-one, twenty-eight, thirty-five. Whatever you want to take them by. New England's blowing this game out of the water. I think Mac Jones will get his first career NFL win. Um, I do not think it will be. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I don't think it'll be close, but I don't think it'll be a blowout. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I think I think if Mac Jones is going to step up and show him, all right, listen, he played well last week, even if he lost. This is the game New England needs to let this man loose. The Jets are not that great. Let let him show the NFL what he can do. Let, let him attempt to blow this New York team out of the water and just put up as much as he can against them. I think they do need to turn him loose. They need to let him go, especially against a a team like New York. No offense to New York. Very, the, the offense is much better this year, but um, you know, couldn't have gotten much worse last year. But, um, you know, they're, they're still an up-and-coming team in the league. They're not anywhere. In, they're in their bottom third of the league, in my opinion. So if you're going to do it against a team, do it this week. Uh, two more noon kickoff games I'm going to touch on here real quick. Saints... At Carolina, looking to keep that performance going based off of last week. Carolina looking to move to 2-0 and after they went over the Jets last week. Can the Saints keep it going here? Jameis for MVP? I, I think the Saints won by 17. You know, I'm, I've got the Panthers winning this game. I've got the Panthers winning this game. This is a – Green Bay did not show up to play last week. I think a high school JV team could have given them a run for their money. Um, I think that that's these Saints numbers are blown out of the water, um, and I, I'm a little bit of a Saints hater. I'm not, I'm not the not the biggest Saints guy, but I, I think I'm that, not I'm not a Saints fan to say the least, and I'm not a Jameis Winston fan either. But I love to see where he's come from. Uh, I'm I'm happy for him. I absolutely. love the story. I I love how he was this kind of arrogant quarterback in college, messed up a lot, got to the NFL, was not that good, has a second chance, and he looked good in his first game. I think that I think Sean Payton's going to let him do a little more this game. I mean, I don't know what more you can do than five touchdowns. 
But throw for two hundred yards. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I think I think the Saints are this should be this should be a pretty easy one for the Saints. I also love Christian McCaffrey though, so I don't want to see Christian McCaffrey lose. Yeah. But I do think the Saints will come out of this game on top. It'll be an interesting one to watch. Uh, moving on to the three twenty five kickoffs here, Dallas at L A. Dallas obviously last Thursday night played that tough one against Tampa Bay. That tough loss. Uh, the Chargers got out to a 1-0 start. Justin Herbert looked really good. They defeated the Washington football team on the road at Washington, L.A., home opener. I've got I've got Dak bouncing back this game and winning this one. Um, I think that, that this will be a, a clinic put on by the Chargers off, or the, the Cowboys offense, excuse me. I've got I've got young Justin Herbert going two and zero to start the season Ooh, off. Cowboys zero and two to start the season. Is that what you're picking? I yeah, I mean it looks that way. Okay. I think I I'm a big fan of Justin Herbert, and I really it's hard did, not to like him. I really could, I did not like him at all in at Oregon. Could not stand him. I love watching him play in the NFL, though. I love watching him play. I think he's going to be the future of this Chargers organization. And I think they got a steal with getting this kid. And I think, yeah, I think they're going to walk out of this game being 2-0. Oh, yeah. Moving on to a team who needs to bounce back after a poor offensive performance last week. Tennessee Titans traveling up to Seattle, face off with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. The Titans did not get out to the start that I expected them to. They lost 38-13 to to the Cardinals. This Cardinals team is really good, by the way. But this Tennessee team fell flat on their face, and Seattle uh, handled Indianapolis with ease. ESPN gives a 71% chance to Seattle to win this game. I think that's too high. I think it's much much closer than that. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see Tennessee bounce back here and get this road win. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either if Tennessee bounced back. Derrick Henry definitely needs to – he needs a bounce-back game. He had 58 yards on 17 carries, and he probably should have had less than that. Um, I also really like Seattle. I feel, especially with Russell Wilson as one of those teams, the first half of the season is going to blow most opponents out of the water. And then they hit this just, I don't even know, they hit like a low point, and their season just goes in the dust, it feels like, almost. And it's the beginning of the season. They looked hot last week. I have Seattle walking out of this pretty easily. Yeah. Um, uh, it would. The Titans have a tough start to their schedule. Two NFC West teams. Um, that's a that's a crazy division right there. But I I I want to say Tennessee's going to walk away with this game. But I agree with you. I think I think Seattle comes out on top in this game. Uh, they're right now almost a touchdown favorite, six and a half points. I think it's a little closer than that. But I do think Seattle comes out on top. And we'll cover Monday night's game on our Monday episode of Hot Takes. But heading into Sunday night, a showdown. Kansas City, Baltimore. That's going to be a fun game to watch there. The Ravens last week dropped that crazy Monday night game to Las Vegas in overtime. The Chiefs comeback win over the Browns. The Browns got out early in that game. But, you know, Kansas City starts slow, finishes incredibly strong. Do you think that Kansas City can walk into Baltimore and keep their undefeated season going? Well, their undefe- their one and zero season they have. That's, <laughs> as far as it comes to two teams going seventeen and zero, it's KC, it's Tampa Bay. That's that's it. I, I could, 
I do not want to get into this right now only because we've got only got about a minute and 20 seconds left. I would really like to make a case for the Rams right now because Matt Stafford looks like what You're Matt right. Stafford should look like. So we can get into this on Monday, but I could really make a case for the Rams on a possibility of going 17-0. and Yeah, that this team is, is really – I think their division is too strong to do it. We're not going to dive into this right now, but – I would put them third after after these two teams. I would I'll say that. Yeah, I, that's fair. But I would put those three teams up together and the teams that could do it. Anyway, yeah. back to Kansas City and Baltimore. We've got 50 seconds left. I have Kansas City coming out here and blowing Baltimore out. I do not think. I don't think Baltimore stands a chance to Kansas City after we saw Patrick Mahomes is probably going to stay like this for the next 15 years. I w- I had always wondered with him if he's like he's got one of those couple lucky seasons. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's he's a great quarterback. He's the future of this league. Absolutely, he will be for years and years to come. Mahomes never lost a game in the month of September, never thrown an interception. That's not going to start this weekend. Kansas City, I think, wins by 14 at Baltimore. Crazy slate of football games this weekend. It's going to be an incredible weekend. We'll have a full recap Monday. We'll also go over the Monday night game for Cody Blazak. I'm David Smith. We'll be back with you Monday evening. Hot takes.